Hey Radio Nonsense listeners, if your grotty bleaters, sorry, grown-ups, want to help support this podcast, then they can sign you up to the Linda Edition via Apple Podcasts or Acast Plus. The Linda Edition is a version of this very show where adverts appear as often as Linda does, which is never. Yes, including this annoying advert at the beginning. You'll also get the podcast a whole day earlier than everyone else, and you never know, if enough people sign up, there might be bonus content too. Get those grotty bleaters to hit the button on Apple Podcasts, or find the confusing link in the podcast blurb to do it on Acast+. Plus. Linda? You hear that, Linda? You have your own edition of the show, Linda? Ugh. Achoo! Moo? No, don't worry, I've not travelled through a creaky door, sneezed at all the dust before blowing a trumpet, confusing a cow and making the crowd angry. I only do that sort of thing on a Saturday. I was just playing Uproar, the very funny game of silly, silly sounds from Macmillan. It's a super simple but incredibly fun play, suitable for anyone of any age at all, as long as you can read, match words, and most importantly, make amazing noises like surprised cat, meow, or bubbles, or, um, twit twoo. Can you, uh, can you guess what that was? Yeah, that's right, a sad owl. Twit twoo. Oh, wait, that wasn't me that time. I am a sad owl. Oh, no, why are you sad? Because I'd like to have a go at funny noises, too. Oh, okay, go on, then. If you go to macmillan.fun and use the code CC4K, you'll get a fancy 10% off the brilliant opera game. Um, what sound effect was that? Rubbish podcast host. Oh... As the sad owl, who is rubbish at sound effects, says, head to macmillan.fun and have a look at any of their brilliant, very funny games, including the wonderful uproar. And if you're listening to this podcast, you can use the code CC4K to get a whole 10% off. Woohoo! I'm a happy owl now. You are listening to Comedy Club for Kids Presents. Hello, class, and welcome to Radio Nonsense School, the official comedy club for kids podcast, I mean, school, suitable for all ages from... to... and everything in between. I'm... oh, wait, hang on, uh, let me just check my name badge. Oh, yes, uh, I'm Mr Tiernan Face, and today we are back at school. Uh, right, everyone, let's do the register. Linda? Linda? Nope. Absent. Again. Farting animals? <coughs> uh, sadly here. Me? Uh, I'm not sure. Right, Len, let's begin. Um, I'm guessing this week a lot of you are back to school. Or maybe you're not back to school, maybe you're facing it. Or maybe you're sideways to school. Are there other ways you can school? Standing on your head? I guess that might make it quite hard to use your desk or write things. But if it works for you and the teacher says so, um, then, you know, I say go for it. Some of you might have started school again weeks ago, uh, so sorry if, if this is a bit late for you. Some of you might not start till the future when there are robots and things and you just sort of learn from a, a robot. I don't know, just like putting a, a chip uh, on your knee and... and not like one you can eat, like a robot one. Anyway, and some of you might not have school at all because you're 100 and you insist on listening to this show, even though I keep warning you not to. It's not for you, right? Maybe you should go back to school so you learn at least one lesson. Yeesh. 
Linda? Linda, are you at school, Linda? Linda? Oh, no idea. No idea where she is. What school are you going to right now? Um, do you go to Lemon Terry, where you only learn about a single lemon? That's what that's what happens. It's called Terry. I think that's I think that's how it works. Uh, primary, where you learn about colours like red, yellow, and blue, and I think that's all you learn there. Um, if you're really little, you go to reception, don't you? Which is weird because then um, you basically have to answer the phone and check in all the visitors. I've never worked out why the youngest children have to work at reception, but I guess maybe it makes sense as that way they learn how to make tea and use a computer. So it's a bit easier for when they do start reading and spelling um, when they go into year one. Um, or, or you might be at big school, obviously, um, which is for giants. Uh, he- hello, if, if you go there. I, I don't know if this podcast is loud enough for your massive ears. Um, or maybe you go to secondary school, um, you know, sec- secondary school, which is uh, where the, the fastest place they make cheese, I think, isn't it? I need cheese this second. OK, go to the secondary school. Or you might go to high school, uh, which is on stilts um, or higher education, which is on even more stilts. It's just very it's like right up in the clouds. I don't really like heights, so I'm not sure I could do those ones. It'd be a bit scary for me. How do you get there? Do you, got, do you have to get a ladder? Or a plane, or you just have to sort of jump. I, I just don't know. Um, or, of course, you might be a fish listening to this, and then your school is just sort of swimming around with other fish all day, doing very, very long poos that go on for ages and ages, and trying not to be eaten by a shark. Do you wish you went to a fish school? I kind of do. Like, imagine if instead of doing joined-up writing or learning all the countries or whatever, your teacher went, right, from this week, we're at a school of fish, so get pooping and watch out for dolphins. Well, look, um, what I wanted to say was I hope you're excited to get back to school or front to school or whatever. And this week, I thought I'd give you some tips um, if you're not excited for how to make school days go by even quicker. So I just want to say if you are excited, ignore this. If you're one of those people that always wishes the end of the school day would happen faster, try these things out. Okay, tip one. Just play the whole school day at two times speed like you can on this podcast. And that way the teacher will talk really fast and really like high pitch, which be quite funny. And you'll be done in half the time. Um, You can also stop it at bits you actually like and then play them at normal speed so you don't miss them. So like, I don't know, PE or art or whatever. Tip two, uh, get the earth to spin round faster and then your day will be over even quicker. I think you can do that by just sort of asking it really nicely, just sort of whisper in some mud um, or maybe get you and your friends to run in one direction really, really quickly for ages. Tip three, whenever a teacher sets a lesson, just say, but we did that 10 minutes ago. Don't you remember? And then pretend that they're behind you in time due to a glitch. And as you're ahead of them, you've already done the whole day, so you should probably go home. So I hope those help. Uh, Obviously, as I said, if you enjoy school, which you should, especially if you're a fish and a fan of doing long poos, or maybe you like being on stilts or learning about a single lemon, then please don't do any of those and just have a lot of fun at school. Um, Right now, pay attention, class. This week, if you would like to win a game of Uproar, the game of silly sounds from Macmillan.fun, then please do get your smellementary fool teachers, sorry, grown-ups, to help you email us in your impression of, um, hang on, let me just check my Uproar card set. Oh, Noisy eating. So I want your impression of noisy eating. And don't forget, from previous weeks, you can still win a game for sending in a toddler tantrum impression or a saxophone impression too. And you can enter this wherever you are in the world as well, but not in space or in the sea. If you are at fish school, you can't enter as we'll just send you the game and then you'll do a very long poo on it and it'll get very wet. And that's a waste, isn't it? So... Not, not going to do that. Um, but if you have questions you want answering on the show, even if they're just homework questions and you can't be bothered to answer them yourself, then also get your grown-ups to help you email those or the competition entries or any jokes or just whatever at all into podcast at comedyclubforkids.co.uk.
Also, don't forget we have a live Radio Nonsense podcast happening in London at the South Bank Centre on October the 26th, which isn't a school week in England. Um, tickets are on sale at the link in this podcast blurb or at southbankcentre.co.uk. And it will be myself, Athena Kuglenu and Jos Norris answering all of your questions live. So come along and think of questions in advance too. I don't know how many we'll get to answer um, in the hour. It'll probably only be sort of three or four, but you never know. You never know. Uh, will Linda be there? I have no idea. Maybe. Linda, will you be that Linda? No, no clue. Uh, you can check out all our normal Comedy Club for Kids shows all around the UK at comedyclub4kids.co.uk too. And of course, grab our t-shirts at comedyclub4kids.store. So please come along to all of those things and wear all of those things. Right, uh, and now class, get your books and pens ready and then put them in the bin and listen to this instead, as it's the most importantest bit. How could I possibly be expected to handle school on a day like this? I am excited to say that on today's podcast, I am joined by none other than Joshua Siegel, a.k.a. Jay Siegelies, a.k.a. Josh, who's best friends with the Butternut Squash. And of course, to all our Telugu speaking listeners, Pankaklanku, Atyanta, Vegaganja, Tariyaru, Sesavadu. But of course, most people will know you, Josh, for inventing a dance move that involves someone else doing it all for you so you can have a sit down, for being a true change maker with your invention of hench fries. And of course, the only winner to date of the renowned but incredibly difficult world world championship championship repetition repetition battle battle uh it's lovely to have you on the show how are you doing i'm not bad thank you i've just had a i've just had some hench fries for my lunch actually they're like have they're you? like normal french fries but they're just much they're, they've got kind of ridges in them and they're much much bigger uh, yes. and they're called hench fries yeah I, I, I was astounded when I heard about it and I really I haven't yet tried one, but I'm assuming you don't need to eat as many of them as as French fries because they're just huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just had a well, I'm I've got a huge appetite anyway, so I just ended up having a great big, a great big plate of them. Um, I think I, I think maybe 17. I think they did. They did some scientific wow. studies and I think the average plate full of hench fries is 17. I think children tend to eat more than grown-ups, which is weird. Like, the scientists haven't quite worked out why that should be, uh, but that is the case, apparently. That's amazing. And so say, say if it's 70 for yourself or, or probably for, for myself too, uh, although I do like French fries, you know, I'd have to see. I'd have to see. And, and I guess for kids, it's probably in the region of sort of 47, 48, something like that. How long will that feed them? At? Like, I'm guessing you have that plate, you don't need to eat for, what, two, three weeks? Yeah, I mean, the studies are still ongoing. They think a plate of 17 hench fries fills you up for about two and a half weeks, uh, by which point you, you uh, and then after that, you get hungry again. Uh, but they don't recommend you have another plate because that can lead to spondoliosis, uh, which right. is um, which is a nasty disease where your nose turns blue and a weird kind of ectoplasm, uh, you know, like comes out of your ears. And, and it's, it's really unpleasant. I mean, that sounds so, awful, but I suppose were you to time that with Halloween, quite handy. It would, yeah. It would be quite good. It would be quite good. It certainly beats uh, It certainly beats the zombie costume that I that I uh, went as last year. Not many people noticed the difference, to be honest. Uh, oh. So, so that was a bit of a that was a bit of a waste of two thousand pounds, to be honest. Yeah. Wow, that was. I mean, that is a very expensive zombie costume. I mean, it was it because you know I have, um, you know, having met you before, I know that you do like to roam around, sometimes going brains. Was it, you know, is that is that been the problem that then when you started doing that as a zombie, they just thought there he is, there's there's Joshua just having having a I laugh. I think the people people didn't notice uh, much of a difference between the way I look normally and the way I look in a zombie costume. 
I do seem to have that kind of dead behind the eyes look. Uh, I walk, I tend to walk with my arms sort of straight out in front of yes. me and my hands yes, dangling down at the wrists. And I do, I do frequently groan for brains. Uh, so to be honest, the zombie costume uh, was was a total waste of money, and and I shan't be buying one again. Well, I, t- I totally, I, I totally agree. And you know, it's it's a, it is tricky. It is tricky when you know, you, you know, when when you so resemble a zombie to. One, try and find a Halloween costume that perhaps represents you in a different way that kind of gives you a different, you know, maybe you need sort of vampire Frankenstein's monster, something that maybe people couldn't confuse you for. Yeah. I mean, it's a challenge to find something that looks scarier than the way I normally look. So maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe I'll eat, I'll eat, uh, I will eat 17 hench fries and I'm, and then I'll wait two and a half weeks and then I'll have another plate uh, and my nose will turn blue and that weird stuff will come out my ears and I won't need to spend any money on uh, on a Halloween costume. But but the hench fries themselves are quite expensive. I, so, I was going to say very, they, they're very, I mean, they're very expensive, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, they're not yet available commercially. Uh, so so, yeah, we're looking at sort of two, two, three thousand pounds per <laughs> kilogram. Well, I mean, that is that is a very expensive bag. Uh, like bag of chips so, i mean wow i mean can, can i can i you know obviously i i don't want you to divulge your secrets this is a this is a, a podcast that's going out to the world and i don't want anyone to steal your ideas i'm sure they wouldn't our listeners are very nice but you know the, the hench fries is it in the are you training up the potatoes are you making the potatoes do weights or is it in the the bit where you turn them into fries where, where is it you start making them really hench um well, well, they're, they're, I can't, as as you said, you know, I can't give away too many secrets. It, it involves um, genetic manipulation of the uh, of, of the original DNA of the potato. Um, we do have special uh, special fields in northern Siberia where they grow, and um, yeah, you know, uh, it, it's still you know very much under lock and key. So I, I hope. Sure. I apologize. I apologize for the listener to the listeners for not not being able to go too far into the technicalities of what's going on but suffice to say they are delicious they taste of jelly beans they don't taste of potatoes what? What? Uh, yeah they they're, they're they're really um they're really remarkable things they're remarkable and massive absolutely huge well, that was my my only, you know, I, I did I did my my only concern was is there a danger that these huge muscly potatoes will escape before you've turned them into enterprise and and before we know it, everywhere is being run by sort of terrifying muscly potato overlords. Uh, not really, uh, as long okay. as people eat them while while having a gun uh, in order to shoot the potato. <laughs> right. If it, if <laughs> right. Okay. Not a real gun, you know. I'm not advocating that people sure. arm themselves while eating their plates of hench fries, some kind of air, you know, a water gun or... A spud, or spud gun, perhaps. Yes. Yeah. So what, what, what is a spud gun? Is that, is that a... What I thought it... it I've heard of it. Bits I don't, of potato I don't... At, at, so I suppose it wouldn't work against a potato because you'd just be shooting bits of potato against a potato. But I think mm. it does just fire little bits of potato. I mean, it's really, it's a really rubbish weapon unless you want to perhaps fire bits of potato into like, you know, an oven and then you could cook little bits of potato i mean it's, i've always had this yeah. thing where i really want to stick a i don't know if it would work but if you stick a potato in a in one of those car exhausts uh, <laughs> like a really powerful car and rev the car up like yeah 
like for for, for five minutes and then off. You, I, I really want to know: would the car explode or would the potato shoot out? I, I don't know what would happen. Wow! I've always well, would you end up with a sort of really barbecued potato? You know, maybe yeah. you end up with a really te- very smoky. I don't think it tastes very nice, but it might be really. No, barbecued. it would be disgusting. It wouldn't be cooked. It would just be. It would just taste of car fumes. It would be very bad. In yeah, fact, I, I highly say... recommend no one does that. Yeah, I was just I was just going to say that I don't recommend listeners do it unless you you know unless you've really got a very good potato and a, and a car that's better. But I wouldn't I still maybe wouldn't recommend uh, you giving that a try. Um, no, yeah. no, that would be that would be um, that would be risky. And and I, as you say, I would not recommend that. No, no, hugely dangerous. But I mean, but it sounds I mean, it sounds like hench fries are, you know, as, as brilliant as they are. It sounds like a very dangerous business to to be involved in. It's, it's one of the things I really admire about you. And, you know, you've got no fear of just kind of uh, tackling some quite scary things. Some quite big issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, um, I, 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 what was that language you mentioned at the beginning? You were doing like an introduction and then you said for any speakers of oh, something. Oh, uh, it was, uh, it was, it was Telugu. Um, and hang on. I'll, 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 t- I think my next, venture will be, my, my next venture will be to try and learn that fluently. Um, yeah, it's for people who live in the Indian states of Andhra Pradesh and Telangana, where we have uh, at least um, 40 bazillion trillion listeners. Um, I, don't, I don't know why. It's obviously just very popular, very popular there. So did you yeah, not know that that's how you referred to in the Telugu language? I thought it was from something... Were you referring to me in that in that little statement? That, that, you... was, your, that was your title, that, that, that the Telugans, uh, they refer to you as. Let me just... I'll just translate it for you. I'm not a Telugan speaker myself. Um, okay, yeah, so I've, I've got just... dalliances in yeah. it. But it says, um, he who makes pancakes the fastest. So I assumed it was... I assumed it was down to your, you know, legendary visits there incredible i've actually my my pancake making days are, are long are long past me but at one point i was able to make a pancake in less than one second uh which was <laughs> that's yeah no it was, um, it was it was in um it was in the hertfordshire evening news at one point um right. it, i think it was on page like page 14 or something somewhere near the back but it was one of my it was one of my bigger less than one second yeah it was amazing um i'm pretty sure the hertfordshire evening news is published in in Telugan. i'm pretty sure that's one of the many languages they publish it in yeah well maybe that's maybe it's distributed among that community and then that's why they uh, uh bestows that accolade on me of the pank of, of the he who makes pancakes the fastest um but since i got into the hench fry prisoners you know i haven't um, my, my 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 pancake making days are well are well gone, as they say. And, and I mean, which you know, I can I, t- I totally understand it, but it, I feel sad that you didn't even know. And you know, who who's to say that suddenly on on Sunday, for example, you might get a call go, uh, Josh, we need you in Telugu right now in the Telugonian region, and you have to fly there, and they're all there waving big foam pancakes and wearing all their favourite pancake costumes, and you're thinking, what's going on? Well, I'm actually. Uh... I don't know if I should mention this because it's not one of my proudest moments, but I've actually been banned from from making pancakes now. I'm legally, oh, I'm I'm legally I'm legally not allowed to do it uh, because wow. Um, well, yeah, I mean, part of my the part of the ingredients involves cats, and uh, they were wow. noticing that the cats were going missing, and and it, uh, a lot of people were getting very upset, and um, yeah, that- you know, I'm not. And you need cat if you want to make pancakes in less than one second. You need to include the cats. 
Uh, is, that, is that what makes it really cook super quick? The cats. Yeah, it's just it's just the the the, the particles within the cats collide with the eggs and the and the and the flour and and, it, and bam, you know, it all just happens in less than one second. Uh, but it, it I think it requires something like six or seven cats to make one pancake, right. uh, and each pancake is less than one centimeter uh, in radius. So it's it's, it's essentially you know like a to- a total waste of cats. It's, I mean, it sounds like a tight way. I, I can see it there because, you know, you know, pancakes need to be sort of flipped and cats always land on their feet. So I assume that you, the more cats you put in the pancake, the more the pancake is going to land back in the pan correctly. And that's essentially that. why you need yeah. the cats. Yeah, that's why you need the cats. And um, some people, some people who run the, uh, what's it called? The cats, uh, the, the the National Society for the, prote- uh, for the Protection of uh, Culinary Cats. Uh, yes. They 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 took out an injunction uh, uh, against me, which meant that I had to um, I had to go to court. You know, it was a lengthy process. It was highly highly uh, traumatic for for me yeah. and my family. And um, I think that may page like eighteen or nineteen of the Hertfordshire Evening News. Uh, I can't remember wow. somewhere you near the back. But yeah, I'm not. I'm banned, I'm banned from keeping cats for 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 thirteen years. And uh, I'm banned from ever making pancakes again. So, um, that's, well, I can make pancakes, but, but I, if I make the pancakes again, then I'm not allowed to use the cats. And but 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 then I won't, you know, I'm, I, it's, I I won't be able to break any records without the cats. So there we go. Well, that's really sad news. I'm I'm sorry that you know I I, I understand that you know I can see that it's quite traumatic for you talking about it. I'm sorry that I brought you know brought it up. No, it's okay. You know, it's, it's okay. It's obviously a I, I appreciate okay, so your gonna... condolences. Well, I, you know, and I, I would also like to say that the National Society of Protection of, of Culinary Cats, it does bother me because here they are banning you from making pancakes and yet Kit Kats are allowed to happen. You know, you still see Kit Kats yeah. everywhere. And as far as I, as, as, far as I know, and they're 98% made of cats. And know? it's not just Kit Kats, is it? You've got like lion bars, you've got oh, penguins. Yes. It's, yep. it's double deck. You know, they make they make chocolate out of buses now. It's, it's awful. Yeah. It's um, so the National Society for the protection of buses, you know, they must be up in arms. And um, planets, Mars, you know, whole planets yep. even. Jelly it's... babies made with babies. Babies, babies. Can yeah, you imagine? So... Oh, yeah. It's, so it's, it's awful. It's a, it's a, and, and they want to have a go at me for a few cats, you know. Yeah. When, when I'm just making... saying it's unfair. It's really unfair yeah. because, you know, you, I think you're doing, I think, sure, it is a waste of cats, but I think what you've been doing is for the greater good of the planet, uh, if not the galaxy, and and um, I just I just think it's very unfair. I'm glad you think that, and no doubt the people of Telugu uh, think that as well. Uh, and I'm grateful that I am commemorated in their ceremonies uh, for my feats, uh, my achievements, making pancakes in less than one second out of cats. Yeah, yeah, it's great, and and I'm pleased you clarified there. You, as in feats, you meant achievements, not for your yeah, not feet. I would not make a pancake out of feet. Um, yeah, actually, you've got to cut the cat's feet off before you put them in. Oh, but... that's uh, that's awful. Yeah. That's really, no, it's not good. That's really awful. not pretty. Yeah. It's not pretty. Wow. Well, you know, look, listen, I'm I'm so pleased that you had time to come on this this podcast. You're obviously incredibly busy with, with the hench fries and and uh, the cat injunctions. And um, you know, I, I've got you on here because we've got a very specific question we've had sent in that I know you're I know you're the person that can answer it to be honest. But before okay. we get to that, I've got to I've got to ask you some admin questions. We just have to get them out of the way. It's they're just important for this show. Um, the first of which 
is that this is an audio podcast. I don't know if you're aware of that, uh, but listeners mm. will mostly be listening to this with their ears, m- maybe their bums, maybe their knees. We don't discriminate. I say that every episode. It's good that they can't see me because that, that would uh, decrease the comedy value, I think. Or maybe increase it. I was thinking maybe they'd be scared and... and... But yeah, maybe they just laugh even more because of the because of the zombie the zombie look, or is it the fact that you're wearing like your most serious suit today? I'm actually not wearing anything. You know, I'm I'm sat here. It's very hot. Uh, I thought I would just sit here with no clothes on, and um, it's it's not a pretty sight at all. So I'm glad no. I'm glad that no one can see me, especially is... not with your thumbs. That would be awful. But I mean, it's because listeners don't know this, but I can see you on our video call, and I have to say, I thought you were wearing a suit, and I think it is quite remarkable that with no clothes on, it looks like you're wearing a very, a very serious suit. Well, I love, I love to be naked, so I thought so that I don't get in too much trouble. Um, I've already got in enough trouble with the cats, so I don't want to get in any more trouble. So I decided to get a very expensive tattoo uh, of a right. suit on top yeah. of my skin. Uh, which means that I can sit naked um, and look like I'm dressed when I'm not in fact dressed. I don't recommend anyone does this though because it's it's really painful. Yes, um, I mean because yeah, she was a suit tattoo on on one's body is is not uh, is not for the faint of heart. No, but I mean, it, but it's really realistic. Can I just check when you addressed the UN? Were you in? Were you just naked then? Because I thought you were in a very smart suit, but you must have just been. Well, you're completely naked I was just naked. I was, I was totally yeah. naked, uh, well, talking, that's... talking, uh, talking to, to 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 the heads of state across the world, yeah. all about um, about uh, about the genetically uh, modified potatoes that I'm mm. growing for the hench fries. Yeah. Um, it requires several UN resolutions, actually, uh, and we're still in the process. But I was I was totally naked, as as I am now, uh, sitting here in nothing but my. Uh, my suit tattoo and a pair of clogs. <laughs> like a pair of clogs are, are quite important. Oh, that's I feel good. Like, you know, uh, yeah. Well, it's. I mean, it's very. It's very. You know, again, wouldn't recommend listeners do it, but it, it is very. Um, it's very impressive, and you know, uh, I wouldn't have been able to tell. I think if you hadn't have said. Um, good. I'm glad it's, you I said think that. It's the, it's the napkin in the in the lapel pocket that really. It's it's the little details like that that really make it look realistic. And uh, yeah, 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 it's good, isn't it? It's good. Yeah. I'm very. I'm very pleased. Yeah. You should be. You should be. Well, well. Listen, because this is a, a, a an audio podcast, as I said, obviously listeners can't see you. Um, I just wondered if you had a favourite noise that you could either tell us about, or, or preferably even make for us. Um, yeah. Well, uh, it, it has actions, but no one can see the actions. It's the noise of an elephant. Uh, uh, you've got to do it with like your hands as the trunk, so I, you can see me, but the listeners mm-hmm. can't see me. So it's like. I mean, that is and, um, amazing. That is, I think, good, I think by not seeing you, listeners will very much assume you have a, an elephant in in the room, uh, which obviously yeah. we wouldn't discuss, but it, it's there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a good noise. I'm I'm proud of that. Um, it's good. Did you? It, it took several years to to, to practice. Yeah. It's not you know it's not an easy thing to do, but I'm um yeah I'm pretty I'm pretty proud of that noise. Did you learn it for any specific reason? Does it help you to communicate with elephants, or is it simply to? Perhaps make people think there's an elephant so that they don't come and bother well, you. I, um, I, 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 well, it's it was to get into university actually because uh, right. they. I, I don't know if um, so probably your listeners are much too young uh, to be thinking about this kind of thing, but it's not. It's no longer good enough uh, to to be getting top grades in school and and A's and A stars. You know, everyone's got those nowadays. Uh, but universities need a special skill 
and um, preferably something involving animals. So mm. um, I, I actually know a guy who, and this 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 isn't such a happy story, but he got a lemur's tail surgically attached to his coccyx, which is the bone at the bottom of his back. Mm. And um, it actually turns him into a lemur and, and he got taken wow. to Madagascar. The government now, they're not very, um, they're not very receptive to lemurs in the country. Sure. He got put on a plane all the way uh, and, and he's now in, in uh, some kind of uh, um, small uh, forest dwelling community mm. in Madagascar. But I, I'm luckily, uh, I didn't suffer the same fate. I, I spent a couple of years in um, Africa. Uh, among the elephants, mm. uh, learning some of their skills, and that was what I what I came away with was the ability to make that noise. And as a result, um, I was able to go to the University of Seymour Rose, uh, which is the name of the road that I live on. And, that's yeah. I mean, it's that's just amazing. my house. It's just my house. Um, right. I I applied to turn my house into a university. Right. And uh, how many students study there? Just me. Just you, right? Sure. And, and I'm the teacher what... as well. I'm the teacher and right. the student. Right, and what what course what courses do you do you provide? Uh, I I provide uh, I I provide um, courses on turning cats into pancakes, which oh, yeah. I'm not allowed to do. Uh, making hench fries, elephant impressions, and um, mathematics. But we're we're, wow. we're 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 ranked quite low in mathematics. I think we're the second lowest ranked university right. uh, in 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 the western hemisphere actually for mathematics um wow but don't ask me to do any maths is what i'm trying to say sure but i mean there's people that, you know there are a lot of negatives in maths so by being a negative course you're kind of already doing maths in in a positive way yeah two negatives make a positive don't they i mean maths. Is that what you're, that's what you're teaching on the course, isn't it? Yeah. So, I mean, this is all I, I, I have to say that elephant impression is properly superb. I didn't expect it to have quite such a, you know, I, I, I certainly when I went into university, um, I was trying to think what I had to. I didn't have to do any animal impressions. I had to balance 16 plates on sticks and keep them all spinning at the same time. Um, and how did you do that with only two hands? Well, it's it was I used very small sticks. And really okay, so like so one, sort of one on each finger, kind of thing. Yeah, basically, yeah, and then a couple of my knees, uh, okay. feel my head, yeah, yeah. and uh, it just sort of. I I don't know how I got away with it, to be honest. Um, but they they said it was good enough, and and back then that was all you needed, you know. So yeah, times have changed. Time, times of times are completely different now. Um, completely different. Really, if you yeah. have to do tests, and it's all it's awful. I, you know, I think it's it's terrible, really. But um. But yeah, well, you know, thank you. That that noise is fantastic. A really brilliant noise. Well, I don't think we've had an elephant impersonation on the podcast before. And and uh, the, the other thing I have to ask you, of course, is that this is a, uh, a family friendly podcast. It's suitable for people of all ages, uh, any age that you can possibly imagine. Can can you imagine an age, Josh? Ninety uh, seven. Yeah. Totally suitable for 97. It's suitable for all ages you can imagine. Not 100, long story, but every other mm -hmm. age, totally suitable for. And because of that, I just want to check if there are any rude words you won't be saying. Oh, uh, I'm not going to say the word snargle because uh, that is uh, that's not not a good word. Um, it's no, no. it was popular once upon a time. It's kind of fallen out of fashion a little bit for good reason because mm. we're mm. we're more conscious now of people's feelings uh, about diversity. You know about uh different people's abilities uh about mm -hmm. about 
all kinds of all, all kinds of really important things. So I'm not going to say that word, uh, snarl. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's not yeah. a good word. I mean, of, of course, were people listening to this in, I think, sort of 1932, it would have been fine to say snuggle, but it's not. It's not that year. Now, if you, if you, it was if common in medieval times, actually. It was, yeah. it was common in medieval. Yeah, yeah, in medieval London, roads were called snuggle lane. Uh, wow. And, yeah, wow. It, and um, and yeah, it was common. Uh, but we're not in medieval London now. You know, words take on different meanings. Mm-hmm. And 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 it's no longer appropriate uh, or right to say that word. No, no. It's and, and I, I'm really grateful that you won't be saying on this show. I should say that having checked the uh, guide to what is and isn't acceptable on podcasts, you are safe to say snuggles. Uh, so the, the plural of snuggle, it, snuggles is absolutely fine. But please don't say snuggle. Uh, we'll be in yeah. a lot of trouble. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I won't be saying snuggle. So. Um... I think you made me. Uh, you, I signed a document before I came on the show, didn't I? Yeah. Uh, about yeah, did, things yeah. I could and couldn't say, and I couldn't say snargle. Uh, I couldn't say yab. Um, no. Uh, yabbing. No, absolutely not. Can't My yab. <laughs> Can you no, no, of course not. Can you you, the complaints we would get would be, be taken chaos. off air. Yeah. It would be chaos. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. So yeah, no, I won't be saying those things. Um, yeah. Can I just check? Did you read that document fully? Because you do know we now own both of your knees as well. That's that's what that document signs off on. Both of my knees. I, 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 I mean, it was real. I, I needed like a mag- magnifying glass. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I tried to read most it, yeah. of the small print. I knew it involved a knee, uh, but I didn't. I didn't know it was both. Well, maybe of them. you've got the old. Maybe you might have the updated contracts. You maybe it's just one knee now. Um, did they? Yeah, did they decide that it was inhumane to, to use both? To have both, it just felt unfair because generally, with one knee, you can sort of hop about a bit. But two knee, two knees, you're in a lot of trouble. So. They no. just said it was a bit. I mean, also we don't really do anything. We just sort of keep them in a cupboard uh, and and yeah, so yeah, and they just really kind of sit them. there, don't they? They don't yeah, really do it. So. Knee, knees aren't known for doing much when they're detached from their hosts. No, no. Yeah. So uh, not particularly useful. But well, thank you for signing anyway, and we'll, we'll collect your knees uh, at a later point. Um, well, listen. Thank you for not saying snuggle. I definitely won't say snuggle either. Uh, snuggle won't be said on this podcast, so people will know it's safe. And. Um, most importantly, I've had this. I've had this question sent in, right? And this is one of the reasons I've asked you on the show. It's a pleasure to have you mm-hmm. here. And oh, uh, no, this question, this question has been sent from uh, Millie, who is aged 174 farting gorillas, um, which is, I mean, wow, good age. That that's a good that's age. A I remember time. those days. Happy times. Happy times. Absolutely, absolutely. It's a it's a lovely age to be. 174 farting gorillas. Of course, 178 farting gorillas. It will really change. Things will change, but it's fine. Yeah, right. yeah. Enjoy it while you can. Yeah. Um, and Millie has asked. Uh, this is a big question, I think. But, but it's okay, you. well, let's I, let's tackle it. Okay, why are bees always angry? Why are bees always mm. angry? So, mm. when you say bees, do you mean the letter B or or the buzzy insect B? That's a very good question. I'm, I mean, it's written as the buzzy insect B, but it could also be the the letter B. Uh, in terms of like bum, it's always a sort of quite yeah. Like, well, that's you know, what that's what I was going to say because it's the bit uh, yeah. the letter B is the first word in lots of rude words. Mm. So you've got bottom, you've got mm. bum, mm. a bogey, yeah, um, backside, yep. yeah, yeah. But um, I think Millie uh, was was talking about the buzzy insect bees, mm. and they're always angry because do, do you know how many bees there are in one hive? Have you ever uh, thought of that? Is it four? No, it's a million. 
What? There's actually, well, yeah, it's nuts, isn't it? There's a mil. Each hive contains a million bees. So can you imagine? Can you imagine how closely they have to get stuffed in together? Oh, um, that'd be awful. Yeah, so that's that's why they're angry. I'd be angry if there were if there were a million different people who looked exactly like me, all crammed into my room, um, which isn't very big, by the way. I would be pretty. Um, I would feel like saying snarl. Put it that way. Yeah, well, so, well, I'm glad you didn't, though, because obviously you wouldn't. No, on, no. On this show, I would never you know. do it. I would never well, do of it. Course. Of course. I, I, but, I'm true to the contract. I, a million beats. I can't believe, like, the queues for the bathroom must be so long. It must take forever to queue for the bathroom in, in, in a beehive. Uh, you know, I don't think bees, do bees use the bathroom um, or do they just do it in their pants? I don't know. Um, do they, do they not yeah. do you? I don't. Do, do bees even poo? Again, be, the bees, the bees, we yes, honey. That's what honey is, isn't it? Bee poo, isn't is honey it, bee poo? Is honey bee poo? That really I thought honey was honey. Bee. Really? What was that? Sorry, doesn't that ruin honey for you? I mean, the, the idea that a bee has has pooed out your honey, that's not great. I, I think it makes it better. I, I like, you know, I like the fact that a bee has had to put in a bit of effort in order to produce. Yeah in order to produce what goes into my mouth. You know, I don't want effortless. Sure. When I eat broccoli, you know, I, I don't feel like the broccoli's made too much effort. It just grows and doesn't do very yeah. much. I mean, but I, wonder I, if it I is like because... the fact that a bee has had to, has had to clench its bottom and, <laughs> and poo out some honey, and, and I get to eat that. I, I think that that gives me a lot of gratification, to be honest. Mm, you can taste the effort. I, I, I but it takes that. a million bees in one hive. And, and, and yeah, they're, they're very angry creatures. They're very, yeah. very angry creatures. I just, I don't want to dwell on the poo honey issue, but I, I did, you know, you say like, if you eat broccoli, obviously if we, if we eat things humans eat, possibly hench fries, uh, you know, or what, TM, um, you know, then you end up doing poo poos. But I guess bees eat pollen, they do. They do honey poo. If if we were to just eat pollen, do you think we would also poo honey as human beings? That is that is a, a really tough question. Um, and you, I feel, I feel like I would need a bit more time to read the relevant uh, scientific sure. literature on this. Sure. Um, if humans ate pollen, would they poo honey? Um, I I'm going to say no. Right. Uh, because bees are are they're they're made of different stuff to what humans are made of. Yeah. And I think if humans ate pollen, they would poo. Um. Uh, 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 they would. I don't know. I don't know. To be honest. Right, um, I'm sticking to my bee honey. My bee poo honey. That's fair. Um, That's very fair. I mean, no, totally fair. You know, I sprung that question on you. It wasn't the buffaloes, one that made and... Buffaloes poo caramel. Actually. Um, Is that right? So. Yeah, 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 yeah. When Wait, buffalo, so if, if that's true, where does buffalo mozzarella come from? Buffalo mozzarella is not from buffaloes. Uh, I did what? you not know this? No, it's just called buffalo mozzarella. It well, it comes from Buffalo, which is a small town in the state right. of New York. Um, right. uh, so buffalo is named after buffalo. Uh, so mozzarella that's grown uh, in the mozzarella trees of Buffalo County. Right. Uh, oh, I see. I yeah. see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not real buffalo mozzarella. If it comes, and you didn't know this. Time. What did they teach you uh, when you were at school? Well, uh, I Very, thought I, I, I yeah, thought that I thought, was just common knowledge. No, I got. I thought it was. I, I, I was told that it was. It was called buffalo mozzarella because it came from. Came. It was buffalo poo. That's what I. That's what I learned. No, but no. Caramel information. Is, caramel is buffalo poo. 
Um, right. Okay. Yeah. 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 So. Wow. That's wow. Well, that, I mean, I've really, I've really learned something now. I had, I had no idea. That's um, wow. I mean, I'm think more... about that next time you eat some caramel biscuits. I, I, Buff, I, a buffalo I, has had to poo for that. Yeah, and it's quite. Imagine the trauma. Caramel can be quite hard. Yeah, if you, if it's yeah. like melty caramel. Mm. Well, well, I mean, you know, I think I think you've got a very. You know, to go back to the bees. I think you've got a very good point on it. If if you lived with a million other little creatures that look like yourself, it would be irritating. But perhaps also, I wonder if constantly having honey everywhere, even if it is your own poo, probably worse if it's your own poo. That's got to be quite. That would make me really angry. Today's a very hot day. If everything mm. I touch, you wouldn't want to get covered. It. You would not want to get awful. covered in sticky honey poo on a day yeah. like today. Yeah. yeah, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Yeah. So bees, yeah, very, very angry creatures. Very, very angry creatures. Anything and Millie just this... found out. Uh, uh, do you think that will satisfy Millie's curiosity? That, that I mean, very not... possibly. I, I don't know. You know, I don't know what it is that she needs to know th- this for. Is she trying to get into sort of mindfulness for bees? Maybe she's trying to work out how to calm them down. Or perhaps she wants to sort of go into bee fighting where you get bees angry and you wave a little tea towel. You know, there's one special day a year when bees clean their bottom, and it's called Bee Day. Did you did you know this? Bee Day. I, I, you know, I, I have never heard of this before. Bee Day. Mm. So, well, it's it's uh, it's um, yeah, bees clean their bottom on Bee Day. Right, right. That's where the word Bee Day comes from. They're not very fashionable now. Right, Uh, but is is that? But they only so the rest of the year their bottoms are disgusting, and then they have one day they clean their bums. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bee Day. 27th of October. I'd be angry if my bum was unclean all the time. That's a, that would drive me bonkers. Yeah, but if it was honey, if if it it might be a bit better. Sweet, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's, yeah. No. Poor. So, do you think, think anything comes from the fact as well that they're? I was going to say the fact that bees are yellow and black striped as well, which is is like a warning to other creatures. But then whenever they look in the mirror, it must be quite startling. Like, I'd probably be like, oh, oh, no, it's me. You know that that's got to cause some upset. Yeah, really. Well, I mean, I, I I'm used to the feeling of being scared when I look of in the mirror. You are, yes. uh, so, so it's hard for me to kind of think about what it would be like to be surprised because I'm I'm very used to it. Um, my whole uh, house is made out of mirrors, actually. Um, yeah, my mm. wife wanted to do that. Um, I wasn't very happy because I've got to look at myself 24 hours a day now. But yeah, be uh, to be yeah. Um, a million bees in one hive, you know, it's I'm still thinking about that. It's it's, it's someone should it's do something. Someone someone should do something. Well, what, what would you recommend? You know, because it, Millie's asked this question. As I said, maybe she wants to calm bees down. Do we do we need to kind of build new housing for bees so they can have their own little bee bee space? I think so. Uh I mean I'm not um I'm not this is not an area of policy that I'm that familiar with. But I think hives need to be made bigger and crucially, bees need to be made smaller. If we had smaller bees, then we wouldn't need to necessarily make the hives that much bigger. We would just have smaller bees and they, they would take up less space. Mm. And But people haven't actually found out a way to... Uh, you could cut them in half, I guess, but then they wouldn't live. Uh, so the, yeah. the trick is to keep a bee alive and to make it smaller uh, mm. so it takes up less space in the hive um gets less angry and stings fewer people and just you know creates a better world all around um but this is yeah. this is really the stuff of fairy tales to be honest 
Yeah, I'm, I'm very pleased you're not going down the cutting bees in Harfrey. That I feel like there'd be another no, joke. No, 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 no. Just wouldn't no, be allowed be... anywhere near bees. Uh, no, it's in, in a yeah, lot. I'll get in. I'll get in a lot of trouble for that. Of course, and and also, of course, smaller bees, less honey. So you know. Yeah. We've got yeah. To, yeah. Absolutely. We've got to keep it going Absolutely. somehow. It's a very tricky and in fact sticky situation, and it's it's a good question from Millie, I have to say, but it's no, there is no easy answer. I think your, you know, your your answers to how why they're always angry that isn't that is an easy answer. It's a great answer, but the the answer to how we fix it, uh, which is isn't a question Millie asked. I don't even know if she cares. She probably doesn't care at all. She probably likes the fact they're angry, but but that's the question I asked, and there's no easy answer for that one. So, no, you know, no, no, no. There's it's a it's a very very tough situation, and I think yeah. we can't bury our heads in the sand. You know. We need to face up to this issue. We have angry bees. We have a million bees in one hive. Um, and that's, you know, that we, we need to find a way to sort this out because um, uh, angry bees do, do do no one any good. No, no. And, and also don't bury your head in the sand because you'll just get sand in your mouth. It's, it's no, or, to, or you might turn into an ostrich, which isn't, which isn't much better. But you will then get into university, so that's... Yes, yeah. Well, it depends which university. I think there's... Yeah, sure. Uh, so I don't know if ostriches are, are, are accepted at all universities. Oh, it's so, so discriminatory. Well, it is. Well, it, it is. Well, you know, thank you. Listen, I, I'm so grateful that you, you had the time in between in, in between everything that, that you're doing right now uh, to, to come and answer Millie's very important question. Um, yeah. and, and obviously, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, I think what the listeners may not be aware of is in between in between these hen's fries, uh, in between um, these many other things that, that you're busy with right now, um, you've got a brand new book out. Is, is that correct? I do. Yeah. Is this the bit where I stop talking nonsense? Well, hang on. I mean, what do you mean talking on? We've been talking very seriously <laughs> for a very long time. I think that's... No, of course, being... of course, of course. Um, no, no, I was just having a joke with you. Uh, of course. <laughs> no, it's, it's all, it was a great joke. Really I, I enjoyed it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I do have a new book. Oh, it's actually nearly... It's, it's, I don't know if I can call it new. Uh, it's, it's right. about 11 months old. Uh, so probably older than some of your listeners, to be honest. Yeah, well, uh, it's, it's called Yapping Away. Yeah. So what was that? Sorry? Sorry, I so said it's new to them. They haven't heard about it. It is, yeah, yeah. It. It's yeah. called it's called yapping away, uh, and it's got a lovely, uh, you know, yapping uh, like a dog, and then away, um, and it's got a purple cover, which is nice, and there are some dogs on the cover, and uh, it's a, uh, I I don't like poetry at all, uh, but it's a book of poems. I hated oh. writing it; it was awful. Um, right. But right. people like poems, uh, so if you like poems, check out yapping away. There's poems about yetis, cats dogs uh grandmas um spaghetti uh i'm trying to think uh unicorn unicorn poo actually oh, wow. uh, which is unicorns poo out rainbows um oh wow so there's a poem. yeah 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 there's a poem about that there's no poems about snargle i tried to include one or two uh, but the publisher said um makes sense society no oh, no no it's, it's that wasn't going to happen society is not ready for that kind of thing right uh, just yet so can I just check you because you hate you hate poetry and you hate poems. It would be really mm. helpful if everyone sort of bought a copy so that you wouldn't have to have them around you. Yeah, that would be great. Just go online, uh, type in Joshua Siegel. Uh, Siegel is S E I G A L, uh, and then type in yapping away, and 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 uh, and and you'll get taken to some kind of website where you can buy one. Right. So please do that. Well, they they absolutely should, if if only to save you from the poems that are you know. Oh yeah, awful things, awful and, uh, things. Just take them so, away from me, please. 
it's an awful situation to be in. Um, well, listen, thank you, Joshua. I, I really appreciate you, you being on the show. And, uh, and oh, hopefully... Thank you so much. Um, it's, been, I, it's been awesome. I've loved it. Well, thank you. And hopefully I'll get to try Hench Fries soon. But, it, you know... It, you know, or, or, or just see you anyway. Hopefully, we'll see you soon, and preferably you'll bring some hench fries. M- you know, no more than seventeen. I don't want the ectoplasmies. Uh, no, 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 no. That would be. Uh, I won't, I, and I'll try not to wear my zombie costume. Perfect, perfect. Or, or be naked. I will be naked. I will be I naked. Will be it will look like I'm wearing a suit, uh, but yeah. I will be stark yeah. naked, and uh, I will feel the cool uh, breeze against my skin, and it will be wonderful. That's uh, something to look forward to. Thanks very much. (laughs) Thank you. Huge thank you to Josh for both his revolutionary changes to the way fast food works and mostly, though, that very impressive answer. And Millie, I do hope you are happy with that. And if not, do write your complaint onto a sink full of water and then pull the plug out so I never have to see it. Thanks. Joshua is a brilliantly funny poet and he's written several children's books of poems. The latest one is called Yapping Away um, and you can get that from, well, everywhere that has books. So, again, probably not the sea. I guess ah, that must be why schools of fish don't read much because, you know, those those books just get wet and then and then they do those long poos. Anyway, um, but do grab a copy of Yapping Away from anywhere but the sea, I guess. And of course, if you have a question that needs answering or you want to send in your impression of noisy eating, a toddler tantrum or a saxophone in order to win a game of uproar, or you just want to send in anything else at all, maybe some info on what type of school you go to, you know, which lemons you study or how many stilts it's on, then please do get your smellementary fool teachers, sorry, grown-ups, to help you email us all or any of those things to podcast at comedy club for kids.co.uk also get them to grab you tickets to radio nonsense live in october at the south bank center in london or any of our other comedy club for kids shows which you can find at comedy club for kids.co.uk or our radio nonsense t-shirts which are um, official radio nonsense school uniform ofs at comedy club for kids.store well uh, that's the end of today's lesson don't forget to do your homework which is to say snorkel very loudly when someone least expects it bye You have been listening to Comedy Club for Kids Presents. Radio Nonsense! Radio Nonsense! Radio Nonsense! Radio Nonsense! Radio Nonsense! It's the end.